0: Welcome to John Wayne lied to you, the storytelling podcast featuring me. Whisper, whisper, whisper away, whisper away the day to the tailor day. Me, John Wayne. That's right. What was that? I've no fucking idea. Why? Because I never think about what I'm gonna say there until I'm in the moment doing it. It doesn't always uh, turn out right, but it does turn out right if you know what I mean. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for joining me for another week. I am. In my neon palace of sin in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, currently speaking uh, through these airwaves to you. uh, Airwaves? What is this? I have no idea. I am here. I'm drinking my big tall glass of mug of cup of black coffee. Uh, hot and strong, just like I like them. And, of course, I am smoking some of that good old Grandpappy Marishan, uh in my nice big bowl. And uh, what is this today that we're smoking? Of course, you know I had to go to uh, Local Oasis, my, my dispensary uh, of choice and uh, of, of uh, you know, honor, uh, loyalty, and the American Dream, uh, local oasis here in downtown Las Vegas. I love going there. And uh, the other day, I procured some new strains. And what I'm smoking right now, uh, my friends, is Jet Fuel Gelato. Jet Fuel Gelato. Uh, this like this smells awesome, by the way. This weed, uh, this particular strain, I just opened up the bag and it was like, man, this smells so, uh, so good. And it is, of course, this is uh, coming in. Excuse me, 26.8% THC, nice and strong, nice and green and strong, like the incredible Hulk uh, of our youth, and our uh, middle age, and and through through eternity, as far as I'm concerned, Uh, he will always be my Hulk, he'll always be strong and green, but this is some great weed, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good this morning uh, today. Welcome to the show, everyone. Again, thank you for joining me, everybody. Uh, If you're new to the show, maybe you're just checking it out. Uh, Hey, thanks so much. I really, really appreciate the support and uh, thanks for, um, you know, hanging out with us. Uh, So uh, first and foremost up top, I have to give a uh, crazy amount of props, respect, proper respect and uh, love and shout outs to my uh, Patreon supporters. Thank you all so, so much for uh, joining my Patreon, for continuing to stay a member and supporting me. It uh, helps me beyond uh, belief, beyond what you could know, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart and um all that I have. Uh, it really does keep me alive, so thank you so much uh, for that, all of my Patreon supporters. If you would like to check out my Patreon, throw a little extra support. Your old Uncle Johnny's way here. I'm about to hit the road again for about another month of traveling, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash dead, or just go to johnwayneisdead.com and hit that Patreon link, and it'll take you right where you need to go. And uh, you can check out all the stuff that I have going on up there in the tiers, uh, available to subscribe to. Um, you'll get the all the goodies that come along with those, uh, as well as the monthly stories that come out that are sent out the um, – <clears throat> And the uh awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, which is on uh, only available through my Patreon, uh, in which I speak to other artists from around this wonderful world of ours that I meet out there on the road, and we uh sometimes we'll have a discussion right there at the convention or wherever I'm at. Um, sometimes we do it uh over Zoom when you know we're all stationary, but it's always a good time. I always learn something, uh, having these conversations with other artists and creatives. And uh, it's a great it's a great time. There's over one there are over 120 episodes up there right now. So you would get uh, back uh, you know uh, access to all those back uh, backlogs of those as well as everything that I put on the wall, which includes uh, videos of performances that I do at different conventions, uh, as well as music performance. And uh, I am previewing. I will be previewing new songs from the forthcoming John Wayne is Dead record. Uh, Who hurt you? So. If all, all of this, and that's uh, for any, any tier you subscribe to, gets you access to everything on the wall, as well as the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, even the $1 a month. Beer club. You can join and get all of this amazing stuff uh to check out and throw some support my way while I'm out there on the highways and byways of this great, great land of ours. So thank you oh so 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 much. Check it out. John Wayne dead.com. Hit that Patreon link or patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. So uh I am just, just been home this week, enjoying uh being home for a little bit. <clears throat> It's, uh, you know, it, it, you've been listening along, know that uh, I was out on the road for quite some time, and uh, haven't really had a weekend off uh, in quite a while, or, or, you know, where I did wasn't uh, at a convention or vending or performing, and, uh, you know, everyone needs a little bit of rest. I love it so, so much, and I, I'm stoked to get back out there this week, uh, but, you know, I've just been resting up, getting my inventory built back up, working on a lot of new stuff to get uh, to get going there, so... Um, yeah, just getting ready because this week, um, if you're listening to this uh, at the time of its record, uh, that's that would be the twenty something of September. I will be twenty uh, third or twenty fourth, I believe. I'll be in. L.A. Uh, Los Angeles, California for Creep I.E. That stands for Inland Empire, which is also another name for Los Angeles. Did you know that? I didn't until recently. So there, uh, Creep Icon. I cannot wait to go see all my friends um, and uh, just uh, have a good time. I, it's it's going to be a huge huge event. I know I talked a little bit about it last week, and I'm uh, very excited to to go to that. So I've been preparing for that, getting all my stuff together, and. Uh, Hopefully should have. Uh, hopefully, I will have the uh, stock I will have received of The Cadillac Man and Sinkle, two of my novels which have since gotten uh, an overhaul from the change in publishing hands, uh, new covers, new interiors of the book, so I'm excited to have those back up in the shop and have them at... Um, my tables so I can sell them. And, you know, if you're a collector, someone, you know, like me, I like to collect certain things and you already have the Cadillac Manor single, uh, you know, you could pick up the second edition with a fresh new look and new covers and everything. So, uh, it could be a collector thing, but uh, I'm just excited to have, be able to have those back on the table. So, uh, getting those, getting bookmarks ordered, getting just for different art, uh, things, projects, certain things that had to be in, uh, one of them being, I know I talked about this a little bit last week, um, <clears throat> was uh, the Gas Money magazine that I've been working on, just putting a, a ton of hours into this this magazine. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a I, I talked about it last week, I believe. It's a magazine that has some short stories and a bunch of weird, uh, fake ads. It's like a Mad Magazine, Cracked Magazine type of thing that myself and uh, the the mighty and powerful Nick P conceptualized, and then I went in and did uh, wrote the stories and. Uh, drew, the images that you see in the magazine that you will hopefully be seeing very, very soon because I, uh, I know last week I said, man, I was working on and it was it's, it's a lot of work, man. It was a, a lot of work to put into this, just all the formatting that goes into it, the, you know, aesthetic and look, you you want the words to look interesting on the page, Um And I don't mean that in a sarcastic way, look interesting on the page, the words. No, like the way they're laid out, the way they flow down the page, the breaks in in between, all of that are important things to consider when you're doing layout for something like this. And uh, it takes time and trial and error and um, go back and fix things. But I am proud and happy to say that it is completely finished. All the formatting is done. The magazine is put together top to bottom, T to B, we call that here in the biz uh, business. Short, biz is short for business. Um, so. The the as we speak as I record these words I'm it has been uploaded to the printers and I'm just waiting uh to get that uh, sweet sweet confirmation from the printer as they uh they have to put it through their review process to make sure I guess it's all formatted correctly for their stuff which it should be I even downloaded the proof and double checked it so uh, just waiting for them to give me the hey go ahead start ordering these and then I will have them. Uh, ship to me and my hot little hands and then out to your hot little hands as as possible. Um, so that's, that's been really exciting. There was, you know, some of the challenges were when I laid out some of the stories in, like I was talking about breaking things up on the page and making it look interesting. I wanted uh, certain, you know, columns that have like, you know, half of the column is, is a picture or a third of the, you know, a, a quarter of the column or, or the whole, a whole column will just be like a couple of ads that, that, or just would be in a magazine, you know, um, except they're not real ads, you know, I, I think, uh, I, and I had to come up with several of them, uh, like while I was doing the layout because I had all the art that I had amassed already for this project. Got, you know, the main thing to tackle that took a lot of time was, uh, the stories because they were written, but they had to be revised, edited. Some, some rewrites had to be done and then laying, laying them out, um, and, and taking, like, I guess I had to take, like, stock of, like, how many uh, blank spaces I was going to have in these columns, you know? Like, how – and I was ma- taking all these notes on this note, like, little note sticky notepads. Like, I just had them stuck all over my desk with, like, page six column, right-hand column, half uh, fill with half ad blah, 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 like, just little notes to myself. And then I had to sit and and come up with these ideas uh, just, for, just for silly fake things or, you know uh, – like one of them, I came up with just for fake th- like fake ads. It's for a restaurant called Spaghetti and shit. Uh, we make the spaghetti, you bring the shit. Uh, collaborative dining experience, or you just bring whatever you want to put in the spaghetti. And I drew a little picture of a bunch of stupid shit in the spaghetti. So stuff like that. Um, and I had to come up with you know way more of those than I I, I thought I was going to have to come up with uh, to fill all this. And but it was just it was fun. It was sit- you know a lot of sitting at the the desk here with the sketch pad drawing a bunch of just, you know, what if, what if this, what about this, uh, you know, drawing stupid, like, like that, like a spaghetti and shit. What if there was a restaurant called spaghetti and shit, like all in, in this notebook that I do all this stuff in and I'm just drawing the little sketches of them and then, uh, drawing them again, digitally, like picking the ones I wanted to use and, and all of that. So it was a big, long process that did take a lot of, uh, time, but, a time that I thoroughly enjoyed it working on it. And I am, I'm, I'm hoping that this gets, you know, approved today. Like after I'm, I'm done recording, I hope I check my email and the email fairy has come and told me that, yes, yes, you can start printing your magazine. Uh, because I, I am excited because hopefully it's well-received and it goes off without a hitch because I would love to put these out regularly in in some kind of, uh, form. It's another little outlet, another way to get fresh, uh, stuff out there to, to the people. And, uh, Another way to like you know exercise that creative muscle for me, where it's it's not just uh, fiction writing or horror fiction writing, it's it's silly fiction and um, stories that tie together and doing that whole you know approaching something from that angle and coming up with all the silly pictures and and uh, products. I love all that kind of shit. So I'm hoping that this gets out there very quickly, and then I can start making it somewhat of a uh, you know regular uh, type of thing. You know, you know. Uh, so. <clears throat> definitely, uh, stoked on that. And that's, that's been, uh, taking a lot of my time up, uh, over the last, since I've been home basically, uh, this last week and a couple, week and a half, I guess. So, uh, talk, I'm going to be at Creepy Econ, uh, this week, da, da, da. But when I get back from Creepy Econ, I uh, will be playing some John Wayne is Dead shows here in the Las Vegas area. Uh, So I'm getting ready for those. Of course, Chris Jett will be uh, joining me here uh, just um, coming up. uh, He'll fly in and uh, we'll play uh, the 27th at Artifice in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. That's going to be from 9 to 12, free show. And then uh, on October 3rd, uh, we will be playing at Berlin Bar, my favorite place ever, uh, from eight to ten, both free shows. Both are going to be awesome. Come out and hang out with us, party. We'll be playing uh the new stuff from the new record as well as you know, uh, just uh all the old all the hits and all the shits. You know, just how we like to do it. So, um, yeah. So check those out. October third at Berlin and uh September twenty seventh at Artifice and maybe one more to be announced. So check the um, check those socials. Check them. Check them socials, please. Uh, Anyway, so um, I know also uh, I wanted to talk about the shirts. I I posted on my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. uh, This lovely image of a shirt that I had created and asked if people, you know, how we felt about it, if we wanted to order them, I am working on getting those ordered. Uh, I, I was, uh, now have to. I was look, talking to somebody about printing them, but uh, I have to find somebody else uh, to do it. So now I'm just in in the midst of that. But they will be coming. Rest assured, they are on my list of things to get going. So uh, if you if you haven't seen that design for the shirt, go to my Instagram page at John Wayne is dead. It's uh, one of the top posts on there, and that's basically me and the shirt with this crazy blue skull that's like vomiting blood and crazy grease and. Greases and stuff like that, so so that's coming. I just want to give everyone the update on that, so yes, Um, but moving right along, I think uh, we'll just get right into our card of the day reading today. As you know or may not know, I do a card of the day reading uh, every episode, and I actually do it every day, uh, and just post it on my Instagram, uh, which again is that John Wayne is dead in my story. And, um, you know, uh, w- with tarot, I-, I know I explain this a lot for, for me. It's, it's not, this is not that I'm, I'm telling the future, I'm tapping into spirits and or anything like that. Uh, this is a, this is an interesting way, uh, of presenting, uh, Different perspectives, a uh, way for you to look at something differently, a situation. Like I say, sometimes we get too close to something and we just can't see the forest for the trees. That's just, I know, tired expression. But, you know, it, it helps to maybe have a little nudge to step backwards or take a different approach to something. And that's just what uh what tarot does uh for me at least and it's it's something different for everybody and there's a lot of interpretation uh of course that goes into anything like this but uh you know I try to give a, a pretty general view of what these cards mean and you know and throw a little bit of like you know what's my thoughts are what's going on in my head those type of things so today what we have gotten for card of the day is the Queen of Swords reversed this is the Queen of Swords and uh, reversed means it's uh, it's in the upside down position. So uh, the Queen of Swords is uh, you've got the Queen sitting on uh, their throne there uh, holding one of the swords and uh, there's like there's clouds all behind them and they're holding their hand out uh, their, their free hand out to like like they're you know hey like welcoming or accepting however you want to look at that. Um, and uh, that's that's the visual of the card. So in the reversed position, which means it's, it's upside down, first of all, we know uh, the swords represent our intellect, right? That's our thoughts. That's our uh, logical thinking skills, th- those type of things. That's what the swords represent. So with this card in the uh, reversed position, we're a little out of whack with that. Right now, for some reason or another, whatever may be the cause, we are having a very emotional maybe having a very emotional reaction to um something or someone or some incident or a situation, uh, just in that it's just invoked emotions out of us. So so rather than approaching how to deal with this in in our a logical way or using like our, our head, which, you know, maybe we would you typically be more, you know, uh apt to do. Something has got us in a in a in a such a way that we are just reacting emotionally. And it could be like that we're just reacting emotionally to everything. It doesn't necessarily have to be like one thing. We just have a, whatever is going on with us, we are just reacting and, and putting those emotions out there without necessarily giving any thought to what this means that we're actually saying, how this might affect someone else, how this could affect you, how this is going to affect even this, is this even good for the situation that you're dealing with? We're not even thinking about that. We're just, boom, reacting emotionally right now for some whatever reason. So of course, we need to uh, recognize this and take like, take, uh, you know, time to actually work to correct this right now, to, to think about it more, uh, and and look at, at whatever is happening from that, ob- try to look at it objectively, uh, but at least approach it from a, a more logistic sense, a more uh, common sense, or, or with ideas, and not just rage or sadness or whatever the emotion may be that you're, you're coming out at, at it with. Um, so, you know, like I said, this could be all kinds of things, be all kinds of forms. It could be one thing. It could be a bunch of stuff. Whatever is happening, we're just really emotional uh, right now. And in that time, with that going on, we also need to take a look at like, you know, the people around us this could be affecting us in a way that like we're we're usually able to like make our decisions and say this and that and that but right now because the you know maybe this is attributing to it or because it's going on we're just kind of letting other people roll on roll over on us in in a negative way they're making decisions for us and uh just we we we're all wrapped up in our own thing and maybe we don't want to say anything about this because we don't want this person to go off on us or somebody else or we're, we're tiptoeing we're at that you know point where, where it's like ah, i gotta be on eggshells around this person anyway the last thing i feel like fucking doing is saying something so i'll just let them have this one for now and and the thing is with that we just keep letting it happen keep letting it happen in this ne- this is this whole negative um y- you know have this negative habit now that has started in this wheel that you're just stuck in, this cycle. Um, and and you, before you know it, you could, I mean, you'll stop and be like, wait, why the fuck am I letting this person do this to me? And how long have I been doing that for? And then you could like, really explode and really be emotional. So we need to look at this too, like this, whether this is affecting uh, us to reacting the emotional way, maybe we're realizing this or, or whatever the issue is, we need to look at those people in our lives right now. And ones that may be affect uh, influencing us in a negative way. So that could be what is causing us to be so emotional and, and uh, kind of lose grasp on our uh, typical logical minded uh, approach to, to issues or situations uh, like the one we may be dealing with or, or of the sort. So uh, anyway, that is uh, my card of the day reading for the Queen of Swords uh, in the reversed position. So I got something out of that. I hope you did too. Um, as you uh, may also know, I, I uh, have my own uh, tarot deck that I designed myself, uh, drew, and designed all 78 cards based on the Rider Waite deck, and that is available at gentlemanisdead.com. Um, or if you're in the city that I'm going to be uh, at the one of the horror conventions, uh, I will have them at the table so you can come check them out and uh, maybe pick one up. That would be great. But thank you so much for indulging me there. Now, moving along. I talked about the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast earlier. And uh, it's been, been a while uh, since I've been able to do this in the show. But uh, as you guys know, the longtime listeners know, or regular listeners, I like to take uh, a little segment, uh, a little snippet, if you will, of the conversation that I have with the person who is going to be on the Awesome Dude for Life podcast that uh, this very week. And today, in this episode, we are going to do that. This week, I got to sit down with uh, a very uh, amazing and awesome person who is a, a newer friend of mine, but uh, one that I know is uh, gonna be a good one, and keep—I already consider a good friend. Uh, I met her uh, in the con world, in the con circuit. I believe it scares a care. We talk about it. Uh, her name is Justine. She's a very good friend of mine. She's a professional cosplayer and haunt actress, and uh, we t- we we had a fascinating discussion about this when we were. In New Jersey this past year, uh, she was telling me all about this, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, stop! You got to come on the pod when we get some time, so we can talk about this because it's it's super interesting and fascinating." And that's exactly what we got to do. So right now, uh, I'm going to play you. This is going to be on Patreon this week, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. Uh, listen to a little come a little bit of my conversation with my good bud Justine. Here we go. So, just for people who are maybe like have. Just to give a frame of reference, because you never know. Cosplaying are uh, is when you dress as a character um, from s- media of some kind, and and you're portraying that that character at a-, a convention or some kind, right? It has to be like at a convention, right? To say cosplay, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you I t- guess t- like-
0: you're the professional. You tell tell us what it is. <laughs> this is I'm like, oh, him cod read good, put mask on, uh, pretty cool. No, like-
1: I. I don't know about professional, but I definitely do it a lot. Um, so I, I think there is a difference between cosplay and like a Halloween costume, mm. although you can like get into character at Halloween and that's definitely fun. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a convention to be a cosplayer because there's lots of like charity work you can do. Like I volunteered at a soup kitchen for Thanksgiving once in my Robin costume. Mm. Um there's all kinds of like races for charity. Um, like scarce that care did their charity race and stuff. Like, yeah, just pretty much. But any, I guess you in, <laughs> but- in costume and with, well, like with cosplay, like I didn't consider myself a cosplayer for quite a few years because like I could do the costume and stuff, but like, I'm not that good at getting into character. Like I, I'm not like, I was like, I'm not an actress. Like, I don't know how to do this. But then I started doing it more and more, and then pretty much the the only time I'm, like, really, really good at it is uh, with my haunt stuff. Like, I I work at a local haunt called Frightmare, and I'm most known as being Chucky. And Chucky is the only time I've ever had confidence in an actual, like, cosplay contest. like Because I was like, I'm Chucky. Like, I could get into character real quick um and then my other character is one that i created myself which you'll find a lot in cosplay people do their own oc characters um their mine's own what called, wait
0: your own what like, oc like from the OC? oc the show No,
1: no like original characters. Oh, I okay. Guess. See, how um, does
0: see but, this? I'm glad I'm asking these questions yeah, because I would be like yeah. looking up OC on Wikipedia right now. Like who who is she supposed to Yeah, be?
1: like if you'll like do hashtag like OC cosplay or something. Like gotcha. patient, people will make a, I almost said patients. So you can tell I work in the medical field. Um yeah.
0: well th- th- there uh, are, they are, I mean you guys are pretty certifiably crazy. So we could call you patients <laughs> if we know yeah uh, yeah but we so, all are I uh, um yes. I'm sorry so I I want to get into the haunt stuff too but but I want to mm. like start with the cosplay. Yeah, part yeah, of sure. it. Um so I guess when I was saying like conventions, that's that's where you're gonna see a concentrated amount of cosplayers. Um oh, yeah. and, and it's it's like you said it can be a some like it, it could be a simple thing but sometimes people really like go high concept with how they yeah. portray it or how they do it. And then there's the whole thing of like uh you know some cosplayers no matter what I found will stay in character the entire time, like no matter what, even if you're like, oh, Hey man, all right, it's me. And they're like, I don't compute. I am a computer whatever. Like there's something to be said about that versus like, Hey, it's me, Justine, give me a, you know, whatever, give me a B or something, you know? So like, <laughs> uh, and I want to get into that, but what was, I guess, why did you start cosplaying? Like, what was the, I mean, I know that's kind of like the, the first question everyone probably asked, but, but I, I am curious <laughs> what, what, sparked you to be like hey i want to do this
1: yeah i am i mean it's it's kind of a weird story um i'm well i first made my first costume when i was 11 years old and it was poe the red tell the tubby nice and after that pretty much every year i would just make my own halloween costume and then when i was around 20 i started um forcing my friends to have a uh costume party for my birthday in April so it could be like a halfway to Halloween kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. always and fun then, I like that yeah
1: and then I went to my first horror convention back in I believe it was like 2012 and it was blood at the beach and it was so much fun mm-hmm. and like I I See, I feel like maybe I went to another con before then. I can't remember. It started did, around.
0: Did you dress up I, to that one or did you just go and you're like, oh, shit, you can dress up here? Like, was it something yeah, like that? I,
1: the the first night I went, I, I didn't have anything to wear. I don't think I just wore like regular clothes. But um, then I was like, all right, I, let me find something. And I think I wore like my Merlots uniform. Like that was like, you know, from True Blood. That was like mm-hmm. one of the first cosplays I had. Uh-huh. But then, like, I didn't have anything horror. Like, I had, um, you know, some Disney characters or, like, Star Wars and, um, fucking superheroes. Like, I-, I went to one convention as Supergirl. I was like, I don't fucking know what to wear, but I want to dress up and have fun. Right. And then, actually, I was like, I-, I really like horror, and horror cosplay is a lot of fun and less spandex involved. Although...
0: Uh, it's debatable.
1: Too. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. But um, it's basically a- anything that I really like, and I'm like, okay, I want to do that. I will try to do it. Like sometimes I'll try to get like as screen accurate as possible, but then I'm like, fuck, I don't have enough money for this shit. Like I'm gonna make it good enough because I'm moving on to the next thing. Like I get too ADD. I'm like bouncing all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just like I, I want to get good. And like I, like, like I said, I don't consider myself a professional. Like I would love to be at the level where like people pay me to go to cons because I go to a lot and nobody's paying me to go. I'm just spending all my money. So I'm going to book. But, um,
0: but I mean, looking it, behind, I mean, you make all, all the majority of what you wear when you're cosplaying, right? Or yes or no?
1: Yes, in a way. Um, some stuff I'll make from scratch. I'm not the best at it. Cause I'm, I'm not that good at sewing. I'm okay. But I like, wouldn't make stuff to sell to somebody because I wouldn't trust them to not have a wardrobe malfunction. Cause I can barely trust myself.
0: No, but um, I mean like for you, like, and you're like, I'm going to be this person, this character. And you set to like, start making it. Is that. Yeah. So like, kind
1: um, what you do is you just you know Google a lot of pictures and you kind of pinpoint things that you want to do, and like I try to make things noticeably specific a little bit if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. like for instance, I'm working on fixing my Tatum Riley cosplay from Scream, mm-hmm. and like she's got these white shoes that are very distinct, like to her. And I had a pair and they're terribly uncomfortable. So I bought a new pair of shoes and I'm in the process of painting them. And I'm just like, please come out right. And I'm like, I got to cut this buckle off the old ones and glue it on the new ones and hope that it comes out right because the shoes are crucial to that cosplay. Doesn't oh, make that... sense to people, but.
0: No, I, I agree. And this is like for people listening, this is like uh, the Rose McGowan character.
1: Yeah, in Scream, yeah the, one the, uh,
0: the one
1: Garage Door. I want to make a Garage Door. And get stuck I, in it
0: too so i've I seen uh, yeah so I, I have seen you you've done you do the you do it and you do it very well uh mm-hmm. I, but mm-hmm. i see this a lot now because rose mcgowan is on the circuit re- like late mm-hmm. so a lot there'll be a lot of like there'll be a you know a, a gaggle of tatums if you will sometimes at these mm-hmm. conventions of varying like whatever quality um but yes the shoes are important now another thing like that i've seen touches of that Uh, Are the bottles that she's carrying? She gets the beers from the thing. So I've seen girls uh, carry those. I've seen the garage door uh, part, like the the, the, uh, across their head. Another Mm -hmm. thing I've seen, and this was like the first time I saw it was in New Jersey, not this past, but a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. in New Jersey in Cherry Hill. And it's the fucking nipples that like she has, like the heart. Because I I tried so hard. Okay. So listen, listen. So the whole scene, like she's like, that's another. aspect of the cosplay, like that whole scene in the movie, Rose McGowan's nipples are cut in glass, right? They are like just popping. And this girl was like talking to a friend of ours at like and I was I've always been in that same spot you know the monster mania like you're always just in the same spot so we're like in that area and it's kind of like the l- later on Saturday it's kind of closing down and this girl is dressed as as that character and she's got like just these nips are just she's got the bottles and her nips are like on fire and I'm like what is going on and she's like I was like I, I appreciate the costume this is awesome we're talking for a while we're all fucking and I was like what's up with these nips and she's like oh they're just like these magnet things that I got and like boom boom and they're like these fake she's like yeah you can like order these off the we're like we're looking them up right there we're coming up with like companies i was like dude we gotta You'll stop to this sell, fucking like- book bullshit i'm gonna sell fake nipples now from like calling them sticky nips and shit like that so like that's like one of the details we just you know that people go to and it's she just had these fake nipple things that were yeah. just magnets that because that's I part of of the same, I tried right? So right. I'm not trying to be like a weird creepo, but that's part no, of it No,
1: no, it's, it's, it's crucial to the costume sometimes. Like the first time I wore that, it was at scares. And I literally yeah. just like held my shirt open over the air conditioner. I was like, come <laughs> on girls, let's do this. Just You're get like, some pictures.
0: Method actors. And, uh, yeah. Like, it, it,
1: it didn't help. <clears> and then I wore it again at monster mania in March and it was freaking freezing. So like, I didn't bring a coat with me because I don't want to carry all that shit around. But mm. like as soon as we went outside, I was like, I'm tatuming, I'm tatuming.
0: <laughs> tatuming, <laughs> it's see. Here. It's a it's a um, verb. I'm tatuming yeah, it's, myself. <laughs> yeah.
1: But my my idea for that, because like I'll see things and I try to imagine how to do it. And sometimes it's not the most logical way to do something. Like I'm an idea man, but my execution is terrible sometimes. Yeah. So my thought process was I'm gonna get gumballs. And just cut them in half and stick them on my nipples.
0: Not a bad idea. Right? You know, not a bad idea. (laughs) You know, but like...
1: uh, It probably gets so... Dusting and melty, though.
0: Oh God, yeah. It's like I don't know how much that will hold up. Like you know, like it's it's sugar mostly. Yeah. That's, it's that's gonna start part getting of the weird. I
1: haven't done it. I've been like, oh, wait, let me think about this for a second.
0: Look, I'm telling you right now. You can look it up. Like you can just buy these magnet nipple things that yeah. make it look like you have hard nipples to yeah. cosplay. Un-
1: yeah.
0: Or, or Unrelated- the- yeah. Yeah, good.
1: Unrelated to nipples, but something that I did for a costume. That is very specific, but I didn't think I saw anybody else do, which I kind of feel bad about now, but that's a different story. Um, so I do a Maleficent cosplay.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you'll see Maleficent with just gorgeous, giant wings. And mm-hmm. that probably took like two years of your life to make. I don't have the time for that. Or you'll see Maleficent, no wings, and that's fine. But I did my Maleficent with wing nubs. Like after her wings were cut off, she just has these little fucking nubs on her back. Oh, and yeah, bit- yeah all gross looking
0: oh cool
1: yeah so i thought that was like morbid and creepy but cool but then i found out like that that whole scene was like a reference to rape and i was like oh now i feel bad well and it
0: like, brings to the you, room what are you gonna do i mean <laughs> you know uh you but, well, well that's not time, bad you, you could still say like hey you're fucking you know bringing awareness or whatever you know that's not right? like you're being it was a, like i had no idea this was
1: like years ago but like i was mm-hmm. like all right we've got the cosplays with the wings without the wings but nobody's got the wing nubs and i've got those so we're cool and i i did it in a costume contest i don't remember what i placed but i did place in that so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool
0: now so i uh you bring that up do you remember um what convention where was this Do you remember that you were in the, this costume contest
1: um that was just like a little library con um i oh, think the library it was con. called fantasize something just like a tiny little con i usually don't compete unless like i think i have a chance there's only like eight people
0: (laughs) so so like i am so just like listeners out there like so pretty much every convention if you're not familiar every horror convention will have a a costume contest aspect or element to it where you know anybody can sign up or whatever you show up and it's it's part of the programming uh for the 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 listeners and i don't know if you know this justine but like i've done uh i'm usually one of the judges of the costume contest for all the days of the dead conventions, like um, this guy, Larry Lutz runs it, shouts out Larry. He like does his character. And then it'll be like me, this guy, Patrick. And, uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? I just, he doesn't subscribe to Patreon. Fuck you. Uh, no, uh, Terrence, (laughs) Terrence, that's his name. So like it was those guys. And like, uh, I don't know a while back, like Larry came to me at, at one of the cons. He's like, Hey man, do you want to judge the costume contest or help judge the costume contest? And I was like, what do I have to do? He's like, just show up. They'll tell you, it'll be fine. I was like, all right. So I pretty much am just like the color commentator for this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm there with like two beers and my You're dog on <laughs> stage, just like, Hey, all right. Yeah. Like, you know, like fucking, that <laughs> ah, was a hell of a play. You know, I don't know, but I have known like whatever, but what I've learned, I did learn, I have learned a lot. Cause then some, they'll have like a, a lot of times they'll be like, and guest celebrity judge. And it's always like pretty much someone that was on the walking dead as a zombie. So now they qualify as a judge. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but like, they tell me like the, the other guys that do it a lot, you know, that have experienced what they're looking for is, uh, originality. Like you were saying, OC, like the OC earlier, orange County, OC shouts out. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, they, if you made it or not, like how much of this did you buy? How much of this did you make? So yeah. if you like are at the costume contest and you see like, we'll you know, we'll be like, come on back here and talk to it. Like, cause we're standing by, we're sitting behind them. All, all they're asking is like, what did you make here? Where did you get this? Like, and those guys also know everything. So they'll be like, oh, you got this. So I already know you got the hands from fucking Jack off hand company or whatever. And I know that this, <laughs> this bond is from baby sun hat dick condom hat and then but did you make this part (laughs) like that and i'll be like yeah exactly hey hey, hey, my name is john wayne (laughs) you know like but uh i've gotten to learn so now i do actually ask so uh and one of the people that won uh one of the we that we declared the winner she was like uh ed she just like made up character edwina geene or whatever like a female edward ed Geen, and she just (laughs) made like a it, 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 you know I, the whole thing she made of just faces that were like i don't uh whatever vinyl well, or what, I, what do you guys use uh, uh
1: like
0: latex latex yeah like latex faces and shit that she made and and from molds and then like sewed them all together as a skirt and then our tits were like oh. people's faces were like her bra and stuff and just like ears and stuff hanging off of places place. that
1: sounds amazing
0: it was it was super fucking cool and it was an original character and she made it all. All right, there you go. Hey Check it out, and if you want to learn more and follow uh, Justine's adventures, go to her Instagram, at JustineAgeWasteland. Wasteland, Very cool. Uh, check that out, and you can follow along with her adventures. And if you'd like to hear the rest of our discussion, which I know you're going to want to, go to Patreon.com slash dead, or just go to dead.com and hit that Patreon link, and you can sign up any tier you sign up for, gets you access to This episode of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, as well as all the back issues, episodes, whatever they're called, those are all up there for you as well. So uh, check that out, and thank you, and also uh, be checking out uh, my friend Justine there. So. Moving along, guys. The Corey Hotline. I don't even know. I I feel like at least if you don't want me to have it anymore, call and tell me. You know, uh, what's the Corey Hotline? Well, it's the phone number you can call and leave a message for me on the show, and uh, we'll play your questions or comments and just have discussions. Whatever you want to talk about, it can be about what we were discussing on the show, or a question you have about writing or music, or you know anything I'd love to love to talk about it just give us a call at 832-930-1347 that is 832-930-1347 the Corey hotline you can also text it if you would like to uh, not have your voice recorded uh, or played you could send a text message to that phone number anytime day or night i'm happy to read the the letters the the correspondences when we get them so give us a call there uh if you don't mind and we won't mind either. So anyway, moving uh, right along, I think uh, that means we're getting into our story part of the uh, story part of the uh, the old, uh, podcast here. Uh, this week, I you know I was thinking, you you know what what could I talk about? What story could I tell? I had you know I didn't have a con this weekend, so no recaps or anything like that. Uh, but I thought now I know I've told. This story probably back on a classic uh, episode, but guys, we're on like episode 298 right now. So there's been a lot of episodes. We're almost, we're almost cracking the three hundos here in a minute. Uh, so I uh, since I'm going in to L.A. this weekend for Creepy Econ, I, I, I felt like in um, celebration of that I was going to tell a classic story of uh, probably this is the first time I ever visited L.A. and the uh, souvenir I came away with. Uh, So we'll call this story More Something. So this was um, probably around... Oh, I don't know. I want to say like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, possibly. Uh, somebody probably double check my math on that. Uh, or I could have just looked it up, but I didn't. So it's around that time. Um, this is the first time I ever went to. Los Angeles uh City of Angels as they say. Now I like I said I've told this way back on another podcast and maybe you know mentioned this before and you know talking when talking about this but uh I went because uh I went to the Sunset Strip Music Festival uh, which I was very happy to go to and it was it's a you know it's a music festival on the Sunset Strip where they kind of closed down that one one half of it where the Rainbow and the Whiskey-A-Go-Go are, they put a main stage up there. They have, you know, the clubs all open with, with uh, two, they have two outside main stages and then they have like clubs, you know, act as the other stages. You just go into one of the clubs and see the other bands playing. Um, so I was there for that and it was awesome. Motley Crue was uh, one the headliner, or the main headliner. But uh, I got to see Public Enemy and uh, Scott Ian came out and played guitar on, on, with them. So that was cool. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of great bands. The Limousines, that's when I discovered them. Uh, I think I've told that story as well. But one thing uh, that I, I definitely wanted to come away with uh, from, from this trip... Uh, Involved another passion of mine uh, that uh, usually goes hand in hand with music, but doesn't necessarily have to, uh, and that's tattoos. Tattoos, yes. Uh, I'm sure most of you out there uh, know that I have quite the affinity for tattoos, as I'm covered head to toe in them. And uh, and I've always, you know, I've talked about tattooing before. I'm, I'm not a tattooer. I, I don't do tattoos. I just love tattoos. I love the art of tattooing. I love the different styles. I love to see. Uh, just different work from other artists I, I i just i'm enamored with it i and i always have been since i was a young kid um and i talked to i've talked about that before but you know i just i love tattoos and um this was back you know in the day of uh in which i guess they still have these shows but i don't know the reality tattooing uh show explosion was happening or, or it happened earlier so the first one of those shows that came out that i i remember coming out was miami inc this was years a few few years before this right and for those of you who don't know it's just like a reality show where they're like in a tattoo parlor so it's the artists you know and you watch them do tattoos and stuff and it's I, I really liked it. I I would not miss an episode. Uh, I loved to see that show because I just loved tattoos and love tattooing. And uh, one day there was a you know a guest artist, a friend came on uh, by the name of Kat Von D, who was also a uh, very impressive tattooer. And she went off to you know go uh, like a, a lot of shows split off from this one. Of course, uh, you know you have the different New York inks and all this other fucking crazy shit. So of course. Um, Kat Von D's uh contribution to the phenomenon or fad, if you will, was LA Inc. Uh and it was uh electric tattoo, I believe was the name of her shop, but you know, the as far as it went on the on the show, it was LA Inc. And it was, you know, right there around the corner, around the block from where I was on the sunset strip. Like very, very close. Uh so leading up to this, you know, my my one of my secret goals, but that I wasn't making quite so secret with, uh, you know, uh, you know, the uh, person I was out there with was uh, I really want to try to go to L- the L.A. Inc. thing. I, w- I want to try to get tattooed there. I, w- I just want to see, like, if I can, Um, you know, and they're like, All right, I guess we'll see. You know, don't get your hopes up, you know, and I'm like, I know I'm not, you know, secretly, of course, that my hopes are sky high Um, uh, that I, I want to get tattooed here. And uh, I've already got a fair amount of tattoos at this point. I don't have, uh, I didn't, I know I didn't have any, uh, did I have anything on my forearms yet? I want to say no, not yet. I didn't have anything on my forearms, anything past the elbow yet, but, uh, I, um, maybe I, or maybe I did. I can't fucking remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter because, uh, you know, you go, I start doing some research where you to, to try to make an appointment or whatever. And it's like, you just have to walk in and, uh, like I, I don't know like exactly how it worked but it was I know like that what I came away with was I just have to go in and see uh, I could be wrong I could be misremembering but uh, we we're already gonna be there so I convinced my friend who I was with to be like yes let's go uh, please come with me and, and we'll go check it out uh, now one thing that I did uh, read on the website or whatever information they give you is it's a $300 shop minimum so, what that means is no matter what you get, even if you're like, I just want my initials as big as a, you know, a little baby dick typewriter font on my wrist, boom, that's 300 bucks. You know, if you, you know, get the, uh, uh, if you were to also get like just um them f- four inches big, you know, it's going to be the same. It's basically just what it costs for the tattooer to like set up their station and work right that's like the baseline it may include it's going to include part of the work you know but then it's like it goes by an hour let's see you know it's t- it's a sliding scale it's it's whatever uh but that's what it was and i was like oh that's a pretty steep shot minimum um for you know i but i it's tv it's on a tv show and all this stuff but it's like all right well let's go see and i i got the cash out and was like pretty much like mostly expecting to be like nah, you know, you have to like come, you know, we'll maybe three weeks from now we can see what we can do. I, I thought it was going to be something like that. Uh, but I went, you know, went into the shop and it was pretty crowded. Uh The front part of the shop is like, you know, there's a counter and people there like attending to, to customers walking in, but everyone's crowded around at the counter buying merch. Like they're just buying hats, T-shirts, stuff like that. That's what the majority of the people in there are doing. Now there are some people waiting to get tattooed and, uh, I, uh, you know, I went up and asked there, they're like, you know, there was a whole different line for like tattoo inquiries actually that no one was in, you know, at the time. So I went up and I'm like, Hey, you know, what are you, you know, what's, what are you looking to get? What are you, what are you thinking? What's your time frame? All this kind of stuff. And I was like, well, um, now when they asked me what I wanted, first of all, let me give you some, uh, you know, context for this. Uh, Chris Jett and I, the drum, the drummer of our band, uh, John Way's dead. You know, we've been friends for a long time and doing this for a long time. When we, when we worked at Starbucks, we would leave. Uh, we got off. We would hit this um, taqueria on the way to his house to practice. So we'd eat lunch there, get get a beer and a couple tacos, and then head out to practice. Now, this was this was in Texas, and it's run by. This is like a more of the authentic Mexican food, uh, than like your Tex-Mex style. So the woman that ran it, older Mexican lady, she spoke some English and then she had a helper, a woman that helped her, uh, who spoke even less English than her. But always when this, when the lady that helped her would bring the food out to you, she would set it down and she would say more something, or she would say, something else but one of the two she would say that's it and so we'd see her coming and be like oh it's got I I call I call more something I call more something it's like betting on what she's gonna say very funny so smash cut to me I'm at the you know I'm at the Kat Von D's tattoo parlor and you know and I'm at the thing and the floor managers like shop managers like what what did you want to get and I said uh well I wanted to get a taco with um a word balloon that says more something with a question mark. And he was like, I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say? And I was like, you know, like a taco. And then it's got a word balloon. And then, and then the word balloon, it says more something with a question mark. He's like, hold on right here for a second. And I was like, okay. So he goes back and he's like talking to some, somebody, one of the, an artist that's kind of like back at a table, like drawing or something. And he's like, yeah, that gets, he stands up and the guy comes back and he grabs me. He's like, all right, come on. We're gonna take you back right now. And I was like, oh okay, cool. Like, Let's go. And he's like, "This is so and so. He's going to help you." I I honestly cannot remember who the artist was. I'm sorry. It wasn't one of the main dudes that was on the show. He was on the show, but I can't remember his name. It was a long time ago. And no, this my segment was not filmed for the show. Um, they were filming other stuff in there while we were there, but they, they did not film me. Uh, but the other artist did come over while I was getting tattooed. I got to talk to him. That was cool. But anyway, so I'm, I'm there with a guy. I explain it to him. He draws up this taco. He's like, "Give me just a minute." And He's like, sits there. He sketches up this awesome taco with the thing and looks exactly like I want. And he's like, all right, let's do it. So like, I just totally got jump cut, like the whole line of all these other people who were waiting. Like I said, there weren't many people, but there was like four or five people in there waiting to get tattooed. And they just were like, yeah. And brought me over. And The guy was like, yeah, dude, we just usually get asked to do so much dumb shit. That's just like, people's initials or like just this dumb little flash that they want. So, uh, when he, when he said that this is what you wanted, I was like, yeah, no, let's do this one right now. I want to do this. So I was like, that's cool. Cause it was like an original and weird. So he asked the story, I told him the story It was from, you know, where I got it. And, uh, Chris, to this day, you know, you're still on the clock, buddy. You're supposed to get a taco that says something else. Uh, so we'll see if that ever happens. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So I sat there, I got the tattoo. Um, it it's, uh, still looks awesome. It's still a fun piece to have. It's a, it's it's fun for, you know, multi-level, re- multi-levels of reasoning Uh, just because it's fun to, st- what does that mean? To be like, oh, yeah, well, this is from the, the the taqueria we always went to before practice. And I can say, yeah, yeah, and I got it at Kat Von D's shop. No, she didn't do it. No, it wasn't on the show. But the show was going on around me while I was getting it done, and that was exciting in itself to me. So, um. Yeah, I just uh, you know that was uh, my my L.A. Cat uh, Von D uh, you know electric tattoo boogaloo story. Uh, I did get an L.A. baseball cap while I was there because I was like I like L.A. I just I belong in L.A. But then uh, you know years pass, but many things have happened, and I find I I actually uh, more more likely belong right where I am uh, here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, something else. <laughs> all right hey there you go more something the origin story retold uh that was a fun time and uh, i know sadly that that tattoo parlor did burn down uh several years ago i believe uh i think burned down like twice and then it finally got burned down and uh burned down all the way so hey there you go rest in power thank you everyone for listening to another episode joining me again uh, I hope to see as many of you as I can at Creep IE Con this weekend and uh, out there in LA and in the Inland Empire. Let's all get more something tattoos together. That'll be a fun time, won't it? Uh, in the meantime, please check me out. Go to JohnWayneIsDead.com to see uh, which city I'm going to next. If I'm going to be in your city, please come out and see me. Come out. If you live in Las Vegas, come out to our shows, The John Wayne Is Dead, uh, punk rock shows we have going on September 27th at Artifice and October 3rd at Berlin Bar. Uh, but all of those... Of course, all information is up there on JohnWayneIsDead.com. Don't forget to check out my Patreon, please. uh, You can go to JohnWayneIsDead.com again and hit that Patreon link. Uh, Join, uh, sign up for anything, any of the uh, items. You can hear our uh, episode featuring Justine this week, as well as all the back episodes and everything else. That is amazing, and I appreciate you Oh, oh, so so much. Uh yes, and don't forget to follow me at John Wayne is dead on Instagram and TikTok, and just at my name, John Wayne camionale on the Facebook. Bye. <laughs>